0: Good evening, everyone. (coughs) I have uh, three choices when it comes to the language that I want to use for the talk. Kannada, Marathi and Tamil. If I speak in Tamil, most probably none of you will understand. If I speak in Marathi or Kannada, I won't understand. (laughs) So to be on the safer side, I think I'll use English. So the chances are that at least something will go in, both to me and to you. Like any sitting, at least for those who are been in the system long enough, what is for the old people known as Sajmarg and the last ten years known as heartfulness, and for those who are in the path of being as a trainer or as preceptors as we are called, the beginning of the sitting, what you see is nothing but uh, several faces of abhyasis. The sitting is really efficient, as Charaji Maharaj used to say. At the end of the sitting, you see nothing but the masters sitting in front of you, ideally. To that extent, today's sitting, I felt it was only daji across this room at the end of the sitting. But there's a big uh, but under challenge here i'm very sure you must have heard the often repeated uh, story of uh, saint kabir once there was a disciple he wanted to go and take diksha with the saint kabir and he didn't know who saint kabir was so but he knew in which place he was uh, living so he goes to that village or that town, and as he is entering the town, he asks one bystander, I have come to meet Saint Kabir, can you please tell me who it is? At the time, there is a huge funeral procession going on, and about 500 600 people were there following the body being taken to the crematorium. So the bystander told him, Just watch the crowd as they are going to the crematorium and watch their faces again when they come back, you will know who Saint Kabir is, that's all he says. This person is a bit confused. So he starts looking at all the faces of these 400, 500 people. Normally what do you find in the faces of people who follow a dead body to the crematorium? You know that I am next in queue. (laughs) This is going to happen if not today, tomorrow, day after, anytime now and you get into the attitude or bhava of what they call as uh, mashan Vairagi. I know that I am in line and then your entire life goes in front of you and you say that at least now I will change, I will behave, I will align myself to what I am born here for. And all this happens only up to this. <laughs> Once the pyre is lit or the person is buried, the moment they turn out, that faces become normal. Now they have to go back. Whatever life they have to live, they start living. When this person goes and observes, he finds the face of one person to be the same while going as well as coming back. And then he goes and falls at his feet, saying, please accept me as a disciple. So Kabir asking, how did you find? This is what that person said. I don't know who you are, but I understood. This is what it is. This is exactly the problem with the so-called Abhyasis or Practitioners. (laughs) Uh, Cat on the wall life is okay. But sitting there permanently, not knowing which side to jump, is a very dangerous position. Either you come this side or you go that side. Every time you are into the practice, after a sitting, after a satsang, after a morning meditation, you again jump and go back onto the wall. (laughs) That's a very tricky situation. When Charji Maharaj was asked, What do you think Sahaj is? <clears throat> So is? Instead of giving a direct answer, he said, uh, If you go and meet about 100 people and ask them what Sajmar is, you will get 110 answers. <laughs> nobody knows what it is, nobody knows why they are here, but everyone is here. So somebody told so. Just tick the box, you know. We are all, all of us have some kind of insurance policy in life to be on the safer side. Just in case. So we have one insurance policy. What is that? Sahaj Just in case. If something happens, Master says he will take care. Master says he will take care provided you do what you are supposed to do. Even in insurance policy, the policy will work only if you pay the premium. (laughs) It won't work, you know, it's not the ads that you see. There's one person's photograph, the wife says, why you didn't pay the premium? (laughs) At least I would have been happier. Here, the premium is nothing but your practice. And for you to understand why the premium is essential, you have to know what are the returns you are going to get. Which normally is given not to you, but to your family. Has anyone here taken the maturity of policy after death in your hands? Not possible, you know. There is a famous joke which went around the last few days in WhatsApp. Very nice one. When I read it, my face came up there, but I am sure it will also appeal to you. Being dead and being stupid is common. In both the cases, you don't know you are are the one. You are dead, you don't know because somebody is seeing you. You are stupid, you don't know because others only know. So like that, for many of us, late realization. (laughs) She suddenly understood, so she is not stupid most probably. <laughs> you suddenly realize, you know, okay. So where is the gap? What is the problem here? Why do we pay a premium? Because there is a return on investment. Either to me, if it is one of those uh, gratuity policies where the money comes to you, which is the self-realization while you are alive in this plane, where you have become absolutely realized. Is it possible? Our Guru says so, Babaji Maharaj has said that in his lifetime he has seen about 250 people reach that level. In Charaj Maharaj's lifetime he has said about 250 people have become that. And Daji says that about already 200-300 people have reached and his life is still going on. But the funniest part is you don't know that you are the one. And if you know, you are not. There is a famous saying in Tamil, If you have seen it, you have not seen. If you have not seen it and if you realize if you don't know, then it's okay. The glass translation is slightly different. So the key here is to understand what are the returns I'm going to get and for that I need to be very clear why I'm in this path. Many years back when we were sitting and talking in Karna after a working committee meeting, Daji was asking many of us why is it that such a beautiful practice, such efficient practice, efficacy of Raja Yoga, you must have read this book, why is it people don't clamour for this? Why is that people don't jump into this? Because it offers everything that a human can aspire for in one single lifetime. <clears throat> what typically for a soul which is constantly focused on the goal of Absolute Realization can take between one and a half to two crore years of own self-effort. When you read the new Spiritual Anatomy book which has come, I don't know how many of you have pre-ordered or got your copy, you'll understand what it really means. Point, what is point, how do you move from point to point, how many years it takes, what kind of efforts. All this is possible one single lifetime. And for that, for you to understand itself is so difficult, it's not easy. If I tell you that the entire wealth of this universe I'll give you in just one year's time, will you really believe? Come on here, even to get one salary increment, I have to struggle for one year. (laughs) and my boss recommends 8% whereas I want 20% performance appraisal. And already it's already taken up because my annual uh, inflation is already at 10%, 8% I am already at minus 2% at the end of the year. At least male or those who are going to work will understand what it means. So the biggest gap is in not realizing what we are here for. One of the biggest advantages that we have but we normally go to a graveyard without ever utilizing in our life, is what is known as our ability to discriminate the sixth sense, as it's called. It is said according to our Shastras that we have taken about 84 lakh lives of various species before coming to the level of what a human being is. And this starts right from an amoeba level, where it's considered to be zero brain, and then to the first, to the second, to the third. The five level of brains is nothing but your five senses. At the level of a dog or an animal, you have the five senses working together and finally when the leap comes, you are born as a human being in this world. And up to this level of 84 84 lakh species of progress, it's automatic. It's like the pandemic time student, you don't have to write the exam. Anyway, you go to the next class. (laughs) I'm sure if there are any boys around, they'll understand. 2020 to 2023, many of my neighbors' children were very happy. No exam, nothing, uncle. I don't even have to go to school. Zoom also, I mute my video, say that poor bandwidth. (laughs) And my mom will answer everything on my behalf. So, and at the end of the year, I have to be passed. Like that, you become a human being and then come. This is where the challenge comes. The life after human being is also an automatic process. There is a big connect to all these things, even Abhyasis many times fail to understand, even if you understand that understanding is momentary and hence you jump back and sit on the wall again as a cat, on the wall case. The ability to discriminate or what made uh, Narendra Kumar Dutta as Vivekananda. Vivek means the ability to discriminate, discriminate what? The lowest level of understanding of discrimination is between good and bad, right and wrong left and right, all these things. We only understand discrimination as our ability to distinguish between two sides of a coin. But Daji recently in one of his talks about three years back beautifully explained how discrimination is a few notches higher that we never realized during this lifetime. That's why we go back into the graveyard without even ever realizing what we are born with and what we never ever realize in this lifetime. He said the true ability to discriminate is to discriminate the difference between effect and cause. What do you mean by effect? If tonight the sisters cook very well, the food will be good, and the husband or the brothers here will say, Yeah, wow, good taste, nutritious. That is the effect. But the cause is that the sisters or whoever cooks, in many cases nowadays, it's 50 50. Uh, When you cook, you are looking at what I need to do to get the result that I have to get. If I had to get 95% in my marks, which is the effect in the exam, I should have put in one year of hard efforts, the full nine yards as they say in English. And that produces the effect that I want. Many humans are not aware. In another word, effect is also called as the goal that you want to reach. How many of you are aware, what is the goal that you have in your life? Whether it's personal life, professional life, business life, social life, spiritual life, is five, six dimensions in our own life. In each of these, we can have goals. Recently, I was reading one article where it said, for your life to be successful, you need eight coaches, eight people who can coach you in becoming good in that segment. That includes your uh, material well-being, your spiritual well-being, your uh, bodily well-being, your mental well-being, your emotional well-being, your relationship well-being, like that, there are 8 segments. And all these, you need to be very clear what is that you want to derive out of life. If you take, even if your personal life. For example, I go to the main road here, I ask someone, where does this road go? What would they ask me? Where do you want to go? Why do you have to know where do I want to go? I asked you where the road goes, no? You will say that, you, like the famous story, Alice in Wonderland. If you don't know where you are going, any road will take you there. If you don't know where I'm going, you can just keep walking. At the end of the day, where I I don't know I'm walking, that's all. Like the nomad who just takes a bag and walks all over the place, not knowing where he is going. There's a famous saying in Tamil that you are searching for a goat, but all along the goat is right on your shoulder. I'm putting the goat on my shoulder and walking around searching, asking everyone where is the goat? Where is the goat? Nobody looks at my shoulder to say the goat is right on your because he is also carrying a goat on his (laughs) own. Both are here, yeah, let's come search together, let's see. So We are not clear of the goal which in fact is the effect. My goal can be anything. I am not suggesting the goal of human has to be only oneness with God or self-realization or liberation or uh, renunciation, whatever it is. That's not necessarily, it's up to you. And that is your ability to discriminate your that is. The ability to discriminate is nothing but choosing your goal. I remember when I joined the mission way back in 1992, my prefect at the time was continuously sort of eating on my head, you know, saying, "Please find out what you want to achieve in the system." I said, "Sir, why are you bothering me? You asked me to come for a sitting, I am coming." I was very meticulous. He tells me 4:30 in the morning. Normally he starts giving sitting at 4:30 in the morning. He is about 14 kilometers away from home. I'll go because I had to come back, get ready, go to work, he will say, you know, attend things. he will say, write my diary, I will write. He used to tell me very clearly for Prakash to do all this, you have to be very clear where this will take you. After about 5-6 months, it sort of became clear, this is why I am in the system. Whatever you practice, whether it's material life or any specific sansa or your religious rituals, That's why it's called Rituals. The one which you do without putting any thought repeatedly is called a Ritual. I don't know why I do it, because my father did it, my grandfather did it, my great grandfather did it. That's what the sastras say. that's what the books say. Hence I do it. It will not yield you any result because it is nothing but doing something. It's like I have water 20 feet away, I am digging it all the time because that's what my father did, but the water table has already moved. I have to dig where the water is not where i want to dig so once i am clear why i am doing this or doing anything in my life then the effect is clear which becomes your goal in the talk that i gave on 27 september i quoted daji in the talk i very clearly said set the goal in such a way that the achievement of that goal will make you achieve everything in your life that is the best way to set a goal is what daji said and this is what those who know me or at least who have my WhatsApp number can go and check. I have said in my view, which is the highest goal, which I put there in my WhatsApp pin, that by achieving that or putting the efforts in going towards that goal, I'll achieve everything else because when you climb a Mount Everest, which is about 29,000 feet, 500 feet, 1000 feet, 2000 feet is automatic. It's a subset goal. The larger goal is very clear. If I set the goal only as 500 feet, I may achieve, I am happy, it's okay. But there is a possibility of going for something more. This is also called the goal paradox. Many times once you set a goal, you achieve, you become complacent. You don't know what you are capable of achieving, and then you stop. So the real viveka is your ability to find what is it that I am capable of achieving in this birth. Chaj Raj's famous quote repeatedly says, if Babaji can make me a master, he can make me a master like of everyone in this world. That potential is there in every human being to become not master, to become master like. That potential, I can become king like in my quality, I don't need to become the king. I can become like a prime minister in my thinking. I don't need to become the prime minister. That's much better. No, I don't have to take accountability of taking the nation forward. I can go into the portal, share my ideas and whether pick up or not, it's their problem. That potential is there in each human being. The day I realize and think that this is the goal that I can achieve. This is the highest goal I can achieve. Then that becomes the effect. Once you set the goal, then you work on the cause. What will cause that effect? That is true Viveka. If I want to see all the people in Belgaum or Belgaum district and the whole of Karnataka to become a BIC's or practitioners in the path of heartfulness, that is the effect. And please bear in mind, no effect is too big for you not to be able to achieve. This is something that I share because I firmly believe in, this is what I practice. Always think big, what are you going to lose? I remember when there was a famous joke of a person who came to Chennai. There is a building called LAC. Those days it was the biggest building, 13 floors. Nowadays 13 floors is nothing. So one villager was going there and he was standing in front of the building and he was looking at the building. One localite like me who was smart enough came and slapped him and said, Why are you looking at the building? He said, No, no, I just want to look. He said, Every floor you look, you have to give me a thousand rupees. So at the end he gives him two thousand and goes. Another friend of his comes and. Tells you, you could have said first floor and given 1000. No, 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 I actually looked at 12th floor. <laughs> like that, we missed the point. We don't look at what you can look at anything that you want. The nature conjures to give you what is that you want to achieve. Why do you think you are here today? Why do you think you are into the system? Because a master in somewhere in the past has chosen souls to realize the highest while they are here. Many of us do not really understand the significance of an incarnate master. Till about 100 years back, what was lost 72 generations before Raja Dasarath has been reinvented and given. Do you have to believe it? Absolutely no need. If there is anybody new here, my Guru always says, don't believe what anyone says. Go and experience. Go and seek. Go and meditate and find if this path would offer me the highest goal possible in this life. Should highest goal only be spiritual? Not at all. But material goals are very, very shallow. Very, very shallow. One, there was a famous joke of a person dying. He was given one wish before going up. One wish because you have done so much of punya, you can have one wish with which he can go up. He says, I have about uh, 100 kilos of gold that I have saved, I want to take it back with me. So he said, are you very sure? He said, I am very sure. Okay, since you have done one so much of punya, one wish is there, you can go. And he goes up and then he enters heaven and whoever is in charge comes and asks, Oh wow, after a long time we are meeting someone, it seems you have one wish. Oh, what did you bring with you? And then he shows, I brought 100 kilo of gold. He says, look around, the entire desert dust that you see is nothing but gold. You brought dust from all the way from earth, you could have brought something better. We always tend to ask for something which is very shallow. The famous joke Charj Maharaj used to, rather a story that he used to quote in many of his talks, How much land does a man need? Is a famous 30 page book, you can google and find out, it's about a Russian farmer who wants to acquire more wealth, acquire more wealth, acquire more wealth. Once he gets whiff of a message that in this place they are giving you unlimited land, whatever you want for free. There is only one clause. He says, okay, let me go and find. And every day morning all the elders of that village will meet and sit there and they are all sitting there. He goes and says, I have come here. I heard that you give as much land as I can. Yes, you are right, uh, my dear friend, we will give you. And then they say that you see the entire land in front of you, he says, you can't see the end. He says, sunrise behind here, you start running now. When the sun sets on the other end, you should have come and touched our place where you are beginning. If you are able to touch, whatever you touch, whatever you run within that, whether thousands of hectares or acres, whatever belongs to you. If you don't reach, you lose the game. He says, Fine, starts walking, walking, walking. By around afternoon, he has already covered about two and a half, three, four kilometers. He goes around, goes around, and then he says, Another six hours there, then starts running. Suddenly, he finds that the sun is starting to fall. And then he starts running back, saying, If I don't reach back, I won't get this land. And finally, he runs and runs and runs. All the villages are saying, Run fast, run fast, you will get. And finally, as the sun is about to set, he falls down, touches the ground, because of exhaustion, he dies. The village elders say, one more, make him a 6 by 3 size pit. So finally, how much ever, well, materially you earn. Daji recently said, one thousand crores, earn. It's okay. Money is not bad. Money by itself is neither good or bad. It is what you can do with it which makes the difference. But knowing when to stop. In material life, you can never know really when to stop. Whereas in spiritual life it is a path of infinity, so there is no need to set any short term or small goals at all. You just set the goal which is so fast, after all it is said that Babaji Maharaj is still swimming in the central region and is swimming towards Laraji Maharaj, who in turn again is swimming towards something bigger than him. So if you really look at it, if you set the effect properly and then align the cause which is nothing but, cause is nothing but the efforts that you put in today. And all that it needs in this practice is about one, one and a half hours per day. Where else can you find an effective, efficient system where by just putting in about one, one and a half hours of my effort, which finally makes me literally 24-7 in a meditative state, which takes me towards the goal. To answer back the question, what came up in the working committee meeting In everybody when he was being asked, I finally said the biggest challenge, why this path is not spreading fast, is mainly because we think, when I speak about meditation, meditation or cleaning or prayer is the service we are offering. It is not actually true. When you are talking about meditation or cleaning or prayer, people are not hearing or listening to what you are saying. They are looking at you to see if you have transformed to talk about it. If you are not transfer like the famous Ramakrishna Paramahamsa story, once this devotee comes with her son and she says that my son has the habit of eating excessive sugar. He believes in you, if you tell him to stop, he will stop. He says, come after six weeks. Okay, Guru has said she comes after six weeks. Without any holding back, he just says, please stop eating sugar. The boy stops. So the lady becomes a little bit upset. She says, what nonsense of a guru you are. You could have told this six weeks, but I would saved three kilos of sugar. He said I had a problem, I myself ate excessive sugar. So I wanted to give it up before telling him. Because if I eat sugar and tell him not to eat sugar, he won't believe, he won't follow. Hence, the reason why we are not able to cascade a message like this is because we do not practice what we preach. There is a famous quotation in Christianity, Preach what you practice. If you don't practice and then preach, they may take one sitting, two sitting. When I was speaking to brother Jeevan in the afternoon, he said, thousands of people have taken sitting in Belgaum, but only about 50, 60 are still coming for satsang. That may be the answer to him. So those people initially were attracted by what you said by words, but when they actually bought, when we also buy a product in a shop, when upfront the salesman gives a good spiel, as they call it in a pitch, we buy the product, but when we find it is not good, we return it. Today, Amazon gives you a 30 day money back guarantee. Or you stop buying from the shop. If possible, you will tell 10 people, don't go to the shop, they cheat. It might have happened that these people who took sitting, I am only saying it might have happened, I am not saying it could have. It is possible that they thought what is being taught here is not being practiced by the people who are talking about it. I am taking the liberty or walking on a thin line or a thin line of ice, as they would say, which can break talk in front of some newcomers, because by raising the standards of what we preach and what we practice, we infuse confidence into the people who are in front of us. If that doesn't happen, and that's why Gaji repeatedly says, it takes 90 days of intense practice, practice like never before, it takes 90 days of intense practice, everything as he says, or possible better. If it's point B, cleaning when you get up in the morning, rise before dawn as per the maxims. Offer the puja as per the whatever, the ten maxims and how uh, we have been guided. Continue your sitting, live the day how they have told us to live. Spread those five suggestions and the four intentions. Do your evening you know, cleaning, do the nine o'clock uh, prayer, do the point A meditation, do the bedtime prayer continue the cycle for 90 days. In that 90 days, 24 hours, live your life as if the master would live. We ran this program once in Tamil Nadu, about 1400 people signed up. We found that more than 30% of them, actually they applied for S.N.P. they become preceptors. We can't take credit. All we did is we lit up the fire. We just said 90 days, live your life as if the master would live. How would a master live his life for 90 days? If you ask me an answer, I don't know. But I can make certain guesswork. Chariji always used to say one simple guideline, before talking a word, before doing anything, ask yourself, what would my master do if he was inside me? Will he speak this word? Will he react like this? Will he respond like this? Will he get angry? Will he get emotional? Will he be compassionate? Will he be loving? Will he be caring? Will he be forgiving? Or will he be what I am? I can't have Jekyll and into into one, if my master is there, I can't be there, if I am there, master won't be there. When I say not physically, the character of a master, if that is put in front of us for 90 days, imagine the change that can happen in front of you. You may not even know the transformation that happened, but the people around you will start noticing. It's like walking into a dark room with a torch, when you walk into a dark room with a torch, can you find darkness there? It once happened in Chariji's dream. In the dream, he is put in a dark room. He has recorded this in one of his books. And in that dark room, he is afraid. There is so much of darkness. And then he requests Babaji Maharaj. I am afraid. And Babaji Maharaj apparently comes with a lantern. And he says, where is the darkness? Show me. So Chariji instantly understood the answer. If I carry the master with me all the time, that's why Daji always says, be in a meditative state. 24/7. Once you are there, everything else he automatically guides. I'll just give you this parting story before closing, and then if you have question answers, I can take depending upon the time. Take the story of Mahabharata. In size of the army, in size of the Maharatis, Ratis, whatever classification, Gauravas were 1 is to 10, higher, better. Who won the war and why? They had one Nirayadavani in Lord Krishna. When the choice was made between Duryodhan and Arjun, what would they need? Duryodhan chose the Narayana Pade as they called it, no? the warriors who were with uh, Indwaraka. And Arjun happily chose Lord Krishna, who would be with him as Nirayadavani, who will not fight. He said, I will not fight. But Duryodhan fell into the trap. He was given the first choice. Or rather he took the second choice, but he thought Ar- 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 Arjun will not make the mistake of taking the warriors of Dwaraka. But he chose the person who will not fight. That made the big difference. If God is with you all the time, the Guru is with you all the time throughout your life, can you ever lose in anything you do? Can you lose materially? Dadi very clearly says, preceptors can do this before. if there is a head chef session tomorrow. Take him with you tonight itself to that place. Sit there and create. Not physically. yeah. Please don't go and knock the door in the night. So and so regional facilitator told me. You can do it from sitting from where you are. All these things can happen. When we teach school children to face exams. We say that, just say the prayer. Think that the master has already returned the exam. Go and write an exam. See what happens. We are not infusing defeatist attitude. We are infusing confidence in something that is beyond you that you cannot imagine. Faith is something that cannot be understood by science fully. Faith is something that cannot be explained in words. That can only be experienced. That is something that we offer. And that will be clear to you when the effect is clear and the cause is clear. What is my effect? What is the cause I am ready to give? And if I stay invested in this, like stock market, they have annualized CAGR of 15%. Here it is infinity. I welcome you all into this club where the returns are infinite, the efforts are finite. The rest, the future will talk in terms of what can be done with this system as we grow farther and better. Thank you.